You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Ruby here from Turf Radio, and I am at Beat Kitchen with Impulsive Hearts. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Thank you for having us. Um, can you guys introduce yourselves to the people of the podcast? I'm Danielle Sines. I play guitar and vocals, and I play keys, but not live, so in the band. I'm Dan Julian, and I drum. <laughs> and you have a missing member who is? missing member who is always in Michigan, not always in Michigan, but often in Michigan, but lives in Michigan, John Paul, who plays bass live, but on recordings, he plays a, a lot of things yeah guitar saxophone some keys piano stuff like that so tell me a little bit about how the band got started impulsive hearts as a band has been around i think for about five years in total but it's started out with just me songwriting and writing a lot of this stuff in my apartment uh here and then i found some people on craigslist got a little band together started playing out in chicago and then uh Eventually, everybody that I had found from Craigslist left, and I had my two best dude guy friends join the band, and we recorded the album and sort of started getting going that way. And then, but we were also in a band together before that, too, so it was an easy transition in a lot of ways. How was creating a band off of Craigslist? How was that experience? Was um, that like? I got to meet a lot of people in the Chicago music scene really quickly, um, which was kind of cool because even if you know the drummer that uh, was interviewing for the band didn't work out, he was also cool and nice to know. I don't know. I didn't really have like a super creepy experience that I can remember from it. <laughs> Oh, there was one creepy thing that did happen. Yeah, I did. There was one dude that, like, he kicked me out of my own band or something like that, and he lied about how old he was. It was really weird, but it was long, long in the past. I don't even remember it. It was very strange. You just put out Sorry in the summer yeah. in February. Is that your first full-length yeah, release as Impulsive Hearts? Definitely. So tell me how that came together. We recorded over a period of time at my parents' place in northern Michigan before they had moved in. Um, so... It was a pretty empty house in on a lake in the woods, and uh, we recorded, I think, three separate times up there, two or three, and fleshed out all of the songs that we had played together. There was one time that we went up there, and my parents hadn't mentioned that the um, appliances were going to be gone, so because they were remodeling the kitchen, and so we went, there was it was like hot. It was like around this time, it was hot. There was mosquitoes. There was, it was nice in some ways, other than it being initially terrible and me being like, what the hell, parents? Like, what have you done? To, I actually got to go to bed during that session, and they were up all night doing all stuff. Yeah. Like, I woke, up in the, I woke up the next morning, and they were still doing stuff. It was crazy. Yeah, I would say how that. They did that. It, well, I was very sleep-deprived and um, probably on the brink of a nervous breakdown in a lot of ways, right? That's fair. <laughs> right. That's fair. I saw you later in the day. Yeah, right. yeah I was a bit, like... <laughs> I don't know. There was a lot of pressure also to just to get everything done because it was under a time constraint. And we had a technical glitch with uh, D, Don't Worry Mary. We had to redo the bass track. And because when they took all the, the, the tracks or whatever for vinyl, one came back and was just like, this is going to sound like there's a big chunk of missing sound. So we had to redo some of it. So it took a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. 
maybe one of your favorite tracks on the album to perform live? Don't Worry Mary is probably my favorite. I really like the drum beat that I'm doing in that song, and I can play it really loud and hard. And Kind of the same with Wasp. It just kind of, just. I mean, we normally play those two toward the end of the set, and that's when I'm kind of just letting it all go because I don't have to worry about conserving any energy for the rest of the set. So, <laughs> yeah, I can. I, I hit really hard on those, and I, I don't know. I have a lot of fun with those two. I feel like Sorry in the Summer, for me, is which we call SOS on the set list because it's too much to write out. I feel like it's probably, I mean, I, I, I have a strong nod towards Don't Worry Mary too. And then I don't, there's a certain thing about, especially when we play You Know I Love You, it's a really emotional song, so I don't play it a lot. <laughs> and so, but when we do, I feel like I sort of, I like the part of me that misses playing it when we don't play it for a while. But yeah, I don't know. It's not like something that I like to play all the time in a certain, like a certain day when I'm like more emo emotionally charged. I'm like, maybe we'll play it now since I know that I am emotionally charged. Maybe we'll play it tonight. Uh, <laughs> just see what happens. But yeah, it's like one of those songs that to me, I always feel performing like I'm on the brink of something and ugh, it's sort of crazy to feel live. So I like it in some ways, but I hate it in some ways too, so. dig in then to some of those feelings at least they come across like in the title of the album and that in the title track what does sorry in the summer mean i think it's all of the midwestern emotion sort of stuff that you have i don't know i think it's longing i think it's working through like not depression in some ways but like darker emotions in a lot of ways and and then there's also like this part of me too that whenever I have these sorts of things that I have to equally feel like happy like I have to have a balance so I think that's why there's so much like beach and fuzz and that sort of stuff because I feel like it has to have some sort of like uplifting thing because otherwise it's not something that I want to I don't want to be a dark depressing band but I like having those sorts of like nods there because they're so universally part of the human experience. So I think it's important to not always just be like painting everything yellow and thinking that everything's really happy, but I also like having those sorts of moments on stage too. That's what it is for me. I don't know what it is for you. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever like had I an emotional experience or if it's just not really, like about I this. I mean, I never, <laughs> I, I never really even listen to the lyrics or know the lyrics until I hear them on the record. So oh, just, yeah. and for then, me, it's just like, okay, we're going to hit this note really hard and it's, I don't know. <laughs> but sometimes, I mean, there are times too, because um, I can't remember which song it is, but when you were listening to, I think it's Wasp, and when you were listening oh, to Wasp, yeah, yeah. you like said something that you thought it was. And I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to add that in because that's, I mean, that's... It worked? Yeah, it worked. I don't remember what you thought it was. Is it safe for you now? Um, I save for you now? Something like that. I'll say it for you now. I'll say it for like you that. now. Yeah, that's what you thought it was. Yeah. Those were the things that it was. And then I think I added it at that point because it's all distortion and you'd have to be very carefully listening to a lot of it.
you could curate a Impulsive Hearts Fest, say this summer, who would you book for it? So living people? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, then that goes that goes deep if we are not talking about living. Um. <laughs> I mean, are they, they have to be bands that we all have to agree on because there's there's certain bands that I really like that that you they yeah. just wouldn't. You can um, have a Danielle stage yeah, and other stage. Dance stage. <laughs> right. have a dance stage. Yeah. Well, my dance, stage. my dance stage would definitely be Battles, Tortoise, because I've been listening to those a lot lately, for a long time actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are the two that stick out the most to me. Um, yeah. I've actually been listening to the new, uh, the new Mitski. Yeah. And that's that record is brilliant. I've just like heard her NPR the last couple of days and I just can't stop listening to it, so she'd be there. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And the uh, Juliana Barwick as well. It'd be it'd be all over the place. Yeah, be, that's a, that's, fun. Yeah. That's an eclectic mix. Alright. Um so I could just have like a I could just have like a perfect girl fest, maybe. I'm not gonna go with dead people because then there'd be far too many. Um so I'll just take that off the list uh, always or however you say it with the whatever best ghost you roll in alphabetical order camera obscura <laughs> uh, huh well yeah waxahachi was gonna be on that but that's not alphabetical the, that's all right no it's okay um dum-dum girls see i was going alphabetical Already at 26 bands yeah <laughs> right dum-dum girls no 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 and i'll i'll end with waxahachi because i think that's a good so it's basically, I've never seen Always, but I've seen all the other. But that would be my girl dream team mix. Oh, and Lady Lamb. That would be mine. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for making time to chat with us today. We look forward to listening to this album now that it's summer. Yeah. <laughs> and enjoying it and seeing what's up next for you guys. Thanks so much. You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.